What's up, you guys? Steve Emilhausen here, walkway to Fight Club, reporter from The Zone. Hope all is well today on this Monday, March the 15th, 2021. And me and Daryl Rivera did a breaking news podcast, and so I want to get to that in a few moments. But something I didn't mention at the beginning of that podcast and at the end of that podcast is thank you just so much to everyone that has been listening to the podcast in the last few weeks. Numbers have been going up. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. But need you to do something. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Helps out tremendously. Numbers are going up, but we need you guys to keep keep rating, keep reviewing, keep subscribing to the podcast. It means a lot. It means more than you know, and it is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It really does mean a lot. Right now, here is the breaking news audio podcast I did earlier today with Daryl Rivera as we recap the news of Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, putting pen to paper for a two-fight series for the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship of the World. A lot of details still need to, one big hurdle remains, and that's where is it going to take place before everything can, can become official and we'll know where it's streaming and where you can watch it on TV, satellite, streaming services, and all that stuff. So a big hurdle was passed today. Right now, here is that audio, the breaking news podcast I did with Daryl Rivera regarding the big news, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, putting pen to paper on a two-fight deal. Steven Milhouse and here of the zone along with combat sports journalist Daryl Rivera. This is the walkway to Fight Club Breaking News. We we haven't done a breaking news audio in a while. It is mostly official. Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua will be meeting for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. It's a two-fight series. The first fight will take place either in June or July, and then the rematch in November or December, but with the world the way it is right now, it is still unknown the exact time frame. But pen has been put to paper, Daryl. Both guys have signed. Top rank has signed. Eddie Hearn and Matchman Boxing. Frank Warren, Fury, Fury's um, co-promoter. So we're almost there, Daryl. But the biggest the biggest hurdle has been agreed upon in 50-50 split, split purse. For the first fight, 60-40 to whoever wins for the rematch. So whoever wins the first fight, they'll be 60-40 in their favor in the rematch. So Daryl, we're 75% there, I feel like. That's huge. It's happening. I, I don't care if it's 75. I'm excited. This is Christmas morning for you, man. This is something ever since uh, Wilder pounded, or uh, not Wilder, Wilder got pounded by Fury. In that rematch, this is the fight to make. There's no other fight to make. Everybody wanted to see the Wilder Fury rematch before they saw this. I'm like, no, there's fight to make. This is the this is the time to get an undisputed world heavyweight champion when you got the top two guys in the division as title holders. This is the fight that that was supposed to happen. And guess what? We're getting it. As soon as I saw the news this morning, I was like, woo! Like a kid in Christmas morning. <laughs> See, there were reports from the UK early this morning that the fight was made. I was sleeping when in the UK, man. I give those guys credit, man. I don't know how they they broke the news earlier, but then ESPN confirmed officially. I guess you can say here stateside broke the news. Mark Regal with the story, and but now, like you said, this is the biggest fight to make in boxing. This is bigger than 
Garcia, Tank Davis. This is bigger than Manny Pacquiao if he's going to face either Bud Crawford or Mikey Garcia. This is bigger than Canelo and Saunders and then Canelo and if he fights Caleb Plant later this year. Um, bigger than Spence Crawford, Crawford or Porter, which is being rumored right now. So when we look at it right now, we're going to at least get one fight this year. The biggest fight in global boxing. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury. This is the reason we love boxing, Daryl. You look at what we saw over the weekend with Chocolatito and Estrada. Big time stakes. Both guys delivered over 2,500 punches thrown. You could feel the excitement for that one. Look, This is going to be pale in comparison. This is going to be just on a completely different level, but... It's about time we start finally getting these fights made in boxing. Because if you continue to deliver big fights, the fans are going to watch. It's plain and simple. This is virtually common sense, but there's people out there that still had this thing in their head to where it's, I got to be the A side here, I got to be the A side here, where it's just, we're all going to make a shit ton of money. Let's just make the damn money and get it done and over with. Yeah, exactly. And this is the fight. And you mentioned the fans. Boxing fans will watch, like, the Chocolatito Estrada fight. They'll watch that fight because it's exciting. This is the type of fight that brings in the casual viewer. These are names that any boxing fan would, hey, Tyson Fury Joshua, undisputed world heavyweight champ. Does that draw your attention? Guess what? Casual fans are going to be like, yeah, I want to see that. It's It's been time for an undisputed heavyweight champion. Now's the time to do it. It'll draw... Both sides are going to make money with the 50-50 split. I think the 60-40 split for the second fight is more than fair because yeah. that's, there's something at stake other than the titles. There's money at stake. Absolutely. There's always money at stake, but now it's like, hey, we know exactly what's at stake here. And this is something that makes the fights even more exciting. You know, People it's take notes, <laughs> like promoters. Hey, take notes. I'm about to make whoever, Eddie Hearns, make a note. We're about to make a crap ton of money. Shit ton of money. Take notes. This is how you do it. Here you go, Bob. Here you go, uh, Dana. Here you go. This is how you make money. You get the fans what they want. They've been wanting an undisputed world heavyweight champion. This is the time to do it. It's just one of these things, though, where, you know, I keep telling people, it's and, and you're spot on. Everything you said is 110% correct. It's, yes, I don't want to make dollars make sense type of business. But it's also a fact that, the fighters were in control of this situation. Fury wanted it. Joshua wanted it. And it's the one thing I always will respect about Bob Arum and Eddie Hearn. Is the fact that... And Bob has his quirks. Don't get me wrong. I think Bob's fumbled a lot in the last year or so. Especially with Bud Crawford. And now the situation with Tiafimo Lopez. But the one thing I know with Bob... Bob will always try to do what's best for his fighter because he feels like the fighter is in control. The fighter should get to dictate. To a point, but more often than not, that's how Bob has operated, and that's how Eddie Hearn has always operated. It's the fact that I work for the fighter and then not the other way around. And I think more I think more fighters need to take control of their careers because this is a big risk for both guys. This is a this is a legacy defined these are legacy defining fights. You got the two best heavyweights in the world. You got one of the biggest global stars in the sport. Tyson Fury's trying to get to that point. 
Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. There's no doubt about that. We'll get into that in a minute. I don't know we think. Even though it's far from happening. Like, we don't have a date yet, but we can at least... I mean, at least get picks. Be a little... We can play around a little bit. But, you know, it's a situation where we need more fights like this. You know, guys got to be more in girls. And that's one thing I love about women's boxing. They're willing to step up. I like the men to get to that point and do the same thing. We saw it on Saturday night. We're seeing it again with Fury Joshua. But let's get to the winner here. I know it's early. This isn't nothing close from official. We're, we haven't watched fight tape. None of videos. None of that stuff. Training camps haven't officially started. But if we're looking at it today. Bet Online AG has Fury installed as nearly a 2-1 to one favorite. Which I find a little surprising. But Fury should be the favorite. I just didn't think it would be that wide. If you're picking today, Daryl. Who wins the fight? Tyson Fury. And I think he wins by knockout. Wow. Just mainly on the fact wow. that Fury, Fury has this thing where he came off a, a what was it, like a two-year layoff to face Wilder the first time. And still went par for par with, at the time, the WBC champion. And then you gave him a year to train, to understand, hey, this is how he fights, this is my game plan, and he executed to perfection. I don't think there's a boxer that's better at executing a plan to perfection as much as Tyson Fury. And if there's a guy that can find the weakness, Anthony Joshua is Tyson Fury. Puts all that weight, because there is going to be a weight difference. He puts the weight on Joshua. He attacks, and he stays aggressive the entire time. I think Fury wants the first fight. Man. I had to go... On March the 15th, 2021, going with Anthony Joshua, and this is why. The layoff. You're looking at, by the time, say this, it's either going to be, you're looking at a 16, 17-month layoff. to where Anthony Joshua just fought in December. Just think, you're going that long, needing to be active. He could have taken a fight in December, he didn't want to take a pay cut. I get it to a point, but if you got enough money already, why, why are you so worried about how much you're making? He could have taken, there was a fight schedule that was lined up, and he was like, nah, I'm good, I, I want more money, and, and that's how they ended up coming to pass. But it would have been smart of him to take a tune, another tune-up just to get, just to get ring time. You know, you're going in there against the second best heavyweight in the world, and you're not fighting a better Anthony Joshua. Just look at the performance, the rematch with Ruiz, the rematch with, uh, not the rematch, but the fight with Pulev. Anthony Joshua's got holes. Tyson Fury has holes. But looking today, just looking at it on paper, right now I favor AJ. Maybe it changes by fight time. It may. I wouldn't be shocked if my mind changes by that point. But today, I got to go with AJ. For very good points. I mean, I'm still going, like, I'm still sticking with Fury just because I've seen just that last Wilder fight. I've never seen anybody execute a plan to perfection as much as that. And Wilder, beautiful. far and beyond from talent that, that Anthony Joshua is. Anthony Joshua's a more all-around guy. I honestly don't, I don't see a scenario where Fury just is not going to be ready by that. Like, the Gypsy King, he's one of the smarter boxers in history. 
it, it's hard to, to see a I get it the inactivity you know stinks you saw it in the MMA world with, with Conor McGregor against Poirier inactivity catches up to you but at the same time it's Tyson Evan Fury he's the top heavyweight in, in the world very true very true so I mean I wouldn't put it past him that he, he stays inactive until the fight he stays fresh he's gonna come up with a game plan and I think he's gonna dominate not dominate I think it'll be close but he's gonna knock him out are you surprised by the odds? Because I think yeah. nearly two to one was like, ooh, ooh. That kind of, that was a little, that caught me off guard a little bit. I thought it was going to be, when I saw the odds, I thought it was going to be more favored towards Joshua just because he's been, as you said, he's been the more active fighter. He has the three belts. He's been, I mean, when you look at him side by side on how Vegas usually sets the odds, I was surprised, but at the same time, it's this is going to be an even fight. This isn't yeah. even a guess. Yeah, I thought I mean, maybe, I thought maybe, like Fury, I expected to be the favorite, like you said, but I thought maybe it would be like, maybe like minus 130, minus 140. I would have been like, okay, but nearly, it was like, minus, I think it was minus, I can look at it right now, I got it right here on my phone. Minus 190. It was like, some good value right now on Anthony Joshua. You're thinking plus 165 is not bad. If I'm you guys right now, you guys are going to listen to this. The audio will be up in a little while. 160 plus 165, guys. I'd be jumping. If I was in the betting game, I would be jumping on plus 165. That is a hell of a deal. And we'll end with this question because it, I've been getting some questions about where it's going to take place. I got no idea. It's, you know, there's a, Eddie Hearn said there's eight or nine places where they'd have made offers, including places in America, Saudi Arabia, all in the Middle East, Asia, the UK. If you had to go down to it, Daryl, where do we see this fight taking place? Like, this is a massive fight. It needs to be in a massive venue. So where do you think it'll take place? But also, where should it take place? So I think it'll take place in Saudi Arabia. Just because, based on the history that Andy Joshua already has there, he fought Andy Ruiz there. I think that's the the way that they're going to go about it, just because I think that they're going to have the most to offer. Yeah. But seeing this in, in Great Britain, seeing this in London, the two biggest British heavyweight boxers in, in the world right now, for the undisputed world heavyweight champion in the United Kingdom, now that... Is storytelling at its finest. That's a wrestling. Make it happen there. Yeah. That's where it should be. Yeah. But if I had to guess today, money wise, I think it would be Saudi Arabia. No, I agree. You know, I I think you could put it. If I'm going to rank them, and this is for both Saudi Arabia, actually, no. Where I think it will be Saudi Arabia, Wembley Stadium in London, or. or uh, the stadium the Raiders playing. God, I forget the name of that stadium. The Death Star. Allegiant Stadium out in Las Vegas. Where I think it's going to happen, Saudi Arabia, Allegiant Stadium, Wembley Stadium out in London. The UK deserves this fight, man. Where it should be, I mean, UK, Vegas, or, or Saudi Arabia. I know there's big site money right now. Singapore, I've heard, is offered a ton. Saudi Arabia, I know, is going is offered a ton. 
One I would watch out for. Madison Square Garden. And this is why. Ali Frazier. The 50 year anniversary. The fight of the century. I think New York would pony up. Big time money. The, the first. The Joshua Ruiz fight. Very successful. Sold over 21,000 tickets. It was a financial success for all parties involved. Now. Say they offer, you want to come back full tilt with a bang? Full venue in the United States, sold out crowd? I'm leaning there. You're going to, the Mecca of sports, the former home of boxing, outside shot, I haven't heard nothing about the garden, but if, if, way, if the world is trending the way I think it is, I think Madison Square Garden definitely needs to be in play. Daryl, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DYBodico21, or you can find us on Instagram at Walkway to Fight Club, all lowercase, or you can find myself at Daryl7MachineRivera. I'm at SMuelhausenJR on Twitter, and Daryl, you will be proud. I changed my Instagram today. I was on the gram. SMuelhausenJR. You can find Walkway to Fight Club, the podcast page on Facebook. Just type in the Walkway to Fight Club, and on Twitter, we are at Walkway Fight. Me and Daryl will be back later this week. I have some ideas I'm going to propose to Daryl later that I have for this week. But we'll definitely have one podcast later on this week. Interviews will be up later this week with Maurice Hooker, who will be headlining against Virgil Ortiz on the zone on Saturday night, and with Kevin Holland, who will be headlining the UFC show on Saturday night as well against Derek Brunson. For Steve, this is Daryl. We'll talk to you guys later. Whew, that was fun. Good to get back on the horse with D.Y., Daryl Rivero, talking Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury, putting the pen to paper for a two-fight series. Discussed that, broke down the odds, early projections on who's going to win, and, you know, that's still a little ways away, and the hurdles that do remain, and it's a big hurdle, and how do I get a place that's going to help pay for these guys to fight? I still think New York is... I think Madison Square Garden's really, 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 really in play here. I really think it is. I think it's not getting enough credit as a possibility. I think just there's too many. You look at the 50-year anniversary, like I said, 50-year anniversary of Ali Frazier, the fight of the century. This could be the fight of the century. You know, it's the garden. It's the Mecca sports, the home of boxing. You know, I think New York or, or Wembley, if you can get it to make sense, I think this is where it has to take place there. You can't deprive the American or the UK fans and have this fight in the Middle East. No offense to the Middle East, but I'm thinking the heavyweight championship world. I'm not thinking Saudi Arabia. I'm really not. So, But we'll see what happens. There's one big hurdle was cleared. Got one more big hurdle left. Don't forget, rate, review, download, subscribe, and any of your favorite podcasting platforms are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, all your favorite podcasting platforms. We're going to be doing a special podcast that will be up later on in the week. Me and Daryl are going to be doing something pretty cool tomorrow night that we'll have for you guys later on this week. Don't forget, we'll, we'll be having another podcast, and those will be featuring interviews I conducted. One will be with Maurice Hooker. The other one will be with Kevin Holland, Maurice Hooker, headlines 
against Virgil Ortiz Jr. Big time bout at welterweight live Saturday night, only on his own from Fort Worth, Texas. Then Kevin Holland will be headlining the UFC show this weekend against Derek Brunson. Until then, this is Stephen Mielhausen, and I'll talk to you guys next time.